Hey everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk Mom to Mom. I am your host, Nisha Hopkins. Let's Talk Mom to Mom is candid conversation for fearless moms in business to discuss, learn, and share their struggles and successes of being a mompreneur. Each episode, I'll have the opportunity to chat with other moms about their real life struggles and the things they've conquered, and some may still be working through within life and in business. This platform is to help, assist, and guide you through your journey of entrepreneurship and motherhood. Hey, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Mom to Mom. As always, I want to just start with just thank you all. Thank you all for tuning in to yet another episode. Thank you guys for following, for sharing, and just committing to being faithful to this podcast. I truly appreciate you. If this is your first time, welcome. I encourage you to stay, to listen, to go back and just hear some of the amazing moms we've had here. And this week we are keeping things going with yet another amazing mom. So this week I had the opportunity to chat with another Chicago native and social media expert, Michelle Thames. What most people don't know is there is a strategy with running your business via social media, which it includes more than just posting your products and posting the items that you have or posting your ideas. Um, realistically speaking, just being honest, I would say when I first started 100% of my clientele came from social media. And now I would just say, I, w- I definitely got to say more than one third of my income. And I must say the people whom I've connected with, the people who I have on the podcast, at least 90% are women and moms who I've came in contact and connected with and met via social media. So it is extremely important that you know and understand how to properly use social media we're running your business. And this is also why I thought it was extremely important to bring an expert to the show. So a little bit more about Michelle. Michelle is a top rated social media expert, strategist, speaker, content creator, and entrepreneur. Michelle has worked with one of the fastest growing beauty brands, creating and implementing social media strategies that garnered sales in the millions. She is also the founder of Thames Media Solutions, LLC, a full-service social media agency and content creator behind Naturalista86 and HappilyEverNatural.com, a platform that inspires women to be confident, courageous, and unique in every way. During her eight-year career as a content creator, she has partnered with brands such as Toyota, Olay, Subway, True Value, and many, many more. So, Let's go ahead and welcome Michelle to the show. I have Michelle with me. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? I am well. Welcome to the show. So I know that I gave a brief introduction with your bio, but I want you to tell us, tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming a mompreneur. So my journey to becoming a mompreneur actually started out in health administration. I have a background in um, healthcare administration, a bachelor's and a master's degree. And after I graduated, I went to work at a hospital in Chicago, um, like at at the front desk, checking in and checking out patients. And while I was doing that is when I started my blog, Happily Ever Natural. And um, because it was an outlet, I needed an outlet. I didn't have a hobby or anything that you know, I really cared about. So I decided to start the blog and a YouTube channel. And I didn't, you know, didn't really think that it would go far. So working in healthcare, 
realized that, you know, it really wasn't what I wanted to do. And it took me a while to actually figure that out and understand, like, it's okay if you want to pivot and do something else. Like, no one's, and if any, anyone has anything to say, then so be it. So, you know, I decided to start my blog and I ended up losing my job in 2016, working at another job in healthcare. And then that's when I really decided to, you know, get serious about my blog and get serious about collaborating with, with brands and like really working and freelancing and all this stuff. So that's really when the fire in me, I guess you can say, was developed about being serious about being an entrepreneur and providing for my family, you know, generational wealth, because to be honest, my family, you know, growing up, I mean, you know, when you're poor, you don't really know, like if you, you don't have much, but your mom, you have the best stuff and it may not be the best stuff that people have at school, but you, you know, she always makes sure that you have whatever you have, but I just want it better for my family. So I, that's when I really decided to just take everything serious and take my blog serious and really go a different career field and just feel like it was okay to pivot and change and do something different. So that's when I really got serious about social media and marketing and got to work for one of, you know, the largest beauty brands in Chicago and got that experience. Um, and then after being there two years is when I decided to, um, start my social media agency because you know my spirit was just telling me it was time for me to do my own thing and to build my own business so that's the short kind of long version of my story on how I became a mompreneur I love it I love it and it's so crazy that you know you shared you stated that it's okay to pivot because one thing that I've witnessed I've been through and that I've noticed with a lot of moms that uh, we get extremely comfortable. We get in, extremely comfortable, you know, with routine. We get extremely comfortable with just going to jobs that we absolutely hate. And then even honestly in businesses, we stick around in businesses because of times that we are no longer passionate about, that we no longer like, that does not bring us joy. So can you provide just a few tips on how we cannot be afraid of change when it comes to you know, just careers and just switching and pivoting to different things? Yeah, just, I would say just go for it because that passion burning inside of you is never going to go away. You, you just going to keep ignoring it. And when you don't ignore it and you just say, forget it, forget what everybody thinks because what anybody else thinks doesn't matter. Like you, you shouldn't even care what your parents think. And I know a lot of people may be like, well, those are my parents, but like they may want something for you that you don't want. And if you don't want that, you have to speak up and like take control of your life. And that's basically what it is when you're in this career that you really hate. So the 21 year old me definitely, you know, stayed at jobs that I hated because what else was I going to do? I didn't have anything to fall back on. I didn't have anything else. So that's why it's important to, you know, start side hustles and start other things because you never know what can happen. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with working a nine to five at all because being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. But if you feel that desire and you want to start your own business, start your own business and still work somewhere else. It's nothing wrong with, you know, keeping your job, but still having something else to fall back on just, just in case. But yeah, I would just say go for it and not care what other people say and just 
follow your dreams because like I said, that burning desire is never going to go away. It's going to always follow you until you just give in and just say, I can do this. I can make this happen and believe in yourself. So that, that I absolutely love because sometimes you just got to take a chance on you and you do spend so much time worrying about just what everybody thinks that you, you're living their life and you don't even realize it. So I'm, I'm really glad that you touched on that. Now, with losing your job, you stated that you lost your job in healthcare and you ended up with another position. Um, but yet you still was able to just have that driving force with, you know, creating your side hustles. Can you share a little bit more about that? Like, how was you really able to manage, you know, motherhood, your jobs, and then also create side hustles for yourself? Oh, well, managing everything is... <laughs> It's, it's, you know, I'm a really organized person. So I, I, I have to say that for myself, like I'm very organized and sticking to like schedules of when I need to do things when I know, like, if I plan something out, like, okay, I'm gonna wake up before I go to work to work on these blog posts, work on these sponsored campaigns that I have, get the campaign together, like the pictures and stuff I could probably take on the weekend. So I can do whatever on the train I used to, when I used to work um, in the, south loop i used to get on the train and then i had to get on the l so i'll have my computer with me on the metro i wouldn't take my computer out on, on the l on the metro and do my, <laughs> do my work on my campaigns like work on my business stuff and then i would work on it on my lunch break so like i used the extra time that i had you know where i wasn't at home with my family so that when i got home i can be with my family and then you know we have downtime and then i just maybe work a few more hours but whatever it takes because it's a dream and I can't give up on it like if you quit that's it like you just got to keep going no matter if anybody's reading what you're putting out so just stay consistent with like a schedule and really you know committing to doing what I love which was you know and still is creating content because that's also a separate business that I have which is my blog and being a content creator and influencer that some people call influence. I mean, I don't really, the word is like, you know, kind of like, I don't know, it's just super weird, but um, just staying focused and really believing in yourself and like never giving up, no matter if anyone reads your blog, if anyone, you know, comes to your events. Like I've had events where like three people showed up when I first started, but then I had events where 25 people showed up. So, you know, you just really have to believe in yourself and just keep going and know that, creating your side hustle is it is possible and I mean I know it's hard with kids and a husband and jobs and all this other stuff but you you really have to know that it's okay to like take care of yourself and do something that you want to do and like not feel bad about it because as moms that's something that we really struggle with is guilt so mm -hmm. just you have to put that all to the side and just really go for it yeah, I definitely agree. I actually said I was going to do an episode just strictly about mom guilt because I think that's something that at one point or another we all experience and we all kind of deal with sometimes on a regular basis. So I'm I'm really happy that you said it, it's okay to really just, you know, put yourself first. Now, something that you brought up, which I was going to bring it up, but you brought it up before me, is your social media business <laughs> uh, as a content creator and influencer. So how did that come about after you created, was it after you created the blog or was it like during? So the social media agency came about after I created the blog. So I've been blogging since 2012. I went natural in 
well, 2011. I went natural in 2009. So I started off as a natural hair blogger and a natural hair YouTuber. So I had a YouTube channel with a video went viral. And then like, I got all these opportunities. So I'm sure you've been on YouTube and seen the twist out videos and all yes. the girls working with the different brands. So I was started out in that industry. But after I had my daughter, I decided to shift to lifestyle because there was more opportunities and like being a lifestyle influencer content creator there's so many different brands that i can work with like wellness travel um clothing lines like carters and oshkosh and things like that and toyota so there's different opportunities just in that niche but i i don't like talk about too much stuff but just enough stuff where the opportunities are like it's a lot of opportunity and people just don't understand like it's they think that it's like not a lot of opportunity in that but there are micro influencers people are getting paid with a thousand followers or less and they're making like six figures so it, it can happen um and the social media business came about because my love of social media and me deciding like that's the career field that i wanted to go in so i thought it was perfect that my agency would focus on social media because i mean it's something that you know, I just spend my nights looking up, figuring out things, helping people with their businesses. You know, it's really fulfilling to me that like when my client says, oh my gosh, girl, you helped me. And I got 50% sales went up this week. We got, you know, thousands of dollars of sales from this email, blah, blah, blah. But it's like that I feel fulfilled for that because I'm helping them, you know, grow their business with my expertise. So, and it's something that I like to do. So I really enjoy it. So that's how the agency came about. Um, we've been in business since December of last year. So it's really, really been, uh, it's been interesting, very interesting. That's what I can say. You know, it's ups and downs. So, and that's what anything, being an entrepreneur, there's, there's going to be ups and downs that you have to figure out and move around the obstacles and just figure out a way to like make everything work. I agree. Agree. And and that's something that's big with being an entrepreneur. You got to take the good with the bad. <laughs> so social media is, um, it's how I've, I've actually seen people, I've heard of stories of people making millions and millions of dollars off so on social media, but I've also heard of people, you know, say, don't get consumed to social media, focus more on different aspects of your business. So a lot of people are kind of, you know, trying to find a way to balance the two. Uh, can you provide any tips or creative ways that mompreneurs should be using social media to build their businesses? Yeah, you know, I, I completely understand there are, you know, people who know about social media, but they're like kind of unsure, like how they can fit into it to make money, like with their business. But there's people who, no social media, but just may not use it also to the extent that they can. So if you're a mom, if you're a mompreneur, if you're a woman who has a business, it's, it's important to be on social media, especially if you want to grow, especially if you want to your business to grow. It's a free tool that you have at your fingertips to get your product or service or whatever it is that you offer in front of people. But it does take strategy and you know, things like that. You can't just throw up a post and say, okay, oh, I'm gonna hope that this is gonna do good. And, you know, you're posting other stuff that has nothing to do with the brand. So being on social media, you really have to have a strategy and a plan for your business, but it is very helpful. And you can get in front of a lot of people for cheap, for nothing. I mean, 
traditional marketing, you know, is still being used, of course, but social media is a really good tool to use to get your product or service out to the masses because there was just a girl the other day, I think she's 21, she has a lip, not a lip gloss, a skincare collection. She made a million dollars in eight minutes. That's amazing. So it's possible. Yeah, I, that that's definitely amazing. I've seen a couple of people as well that post their stuff, um, and and the the things that they do, I realize that they are just extremely consistent. So consistency is definitely something that um, will get you to where you need to be when it comes to building your business on social media. So um, sticking it with the same, you know, social media because that's something that that is is huge, especially in our day and age. Are there any specific apps or techniques that we should know about when building an online presence or building a social media presence? Absolutely. So Instagram is one of the biggest platforms to make money online. So if you have a business, so for example, say you have a skincare line and you're, you know, starting out, you creating the products in your home because like I've seen this happen in front of my own two eyes so like it's possible and I know a lot of people say oh well you know I'm never gonna be able to do this and I'm never gonna be able to do that but then again that's limiting beliefs like we have to have beliefs of abundance not scarcity because like once you get that like it's over so create the plan and get on social media but start with Instagram I would say definitely Facebook too um you know and just see what works for your brand first. You know, if you need to start slow, that's totally fine. A lot of people get overwhelmed with social media. And that's understandable if you don't really know a lot about social media. It can be overwhelming because it's like them kids just on the internet. But it's not that, you know, like your mom always say, well, you're on your phone all the time. Well, it's like, mom, I'm making money on yes. my phone. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they they don't understand. No, they don't understand. It's like, I don't have to be at the office, like sitting, I can make money in my bed if I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? But it's possible. You just have to believe that it's possible that you can make money in your bed. So again, start with Instagram. I would definitely say, look up, you know, how to use Instagram. Um, Facebook is really good too. You can create Facebook groups and talk to your customers there. And you can even create like, a Facebook page, like that's the foundation of your business page. And you like share articles on there, share content, different things. You can poll your audience and all of that. And then Facebook groups is a like smaller place where you can like have a more intimate connection with like your audience and your customers there. So it's a lot you can do, you know, on Facebook as well and Pinterest as well. It's, it's so many girls, it's so many new platforms and TikTok that's new people dancing. Every yeah. day. So yeah, I think this quarantine got me addicted to TikTok, but one one social media platform that I am very interested in is Pinterest. Pinterest, a lot of people really sleep on Pinterest. Oh, they and, are. <laughs> and I've known people that have made millions of dollars specifically by using Pinterest. So that's I really like that you brought that up because you just reminded me I need to look some stuff up because I go there for everything. And, and that's what I try to say, like, think of the different things that you look up and the different platforms that you're on. More than likely, you're not the only one. And that's where you can kind of, you know, get a feel of your specific audience and where they are located. So, yes, yes to everything. Now, um, social media and just technology in general 
is always updating, it's always changes. Like how can we stay up to date or how often should we update these platforms and pages and everything? Because it is so many, like how can we just stay in tune with all the changes that's happening? I would definitely say like, do a monthly audit and like see what's working and what's not working for your business or you know whatever you're promoting or selling on social media to see what's working you know you can create if you have a instagram account you can create a business profile and with that you can see your insights to see like where the people are coming from so you can like analyze that to figure out your strategy on who you're going to promote to so it's really important starting out if you do have a business to make sure that it's a business account so that you can look into those insights. But I would definitely say monthly is a good time to like take a look and see what's working, you know, see if you might need to, you know, take a course or learn more about, you know, something on social media that can help you in your business. Uh, professional development is something that I'm big on and like that I do a lot. I mean, I buy courses. I just bought something today for like $7. That's going to help me. But like, when people do like the templates and they give you everything, it's like, well, oh, that'll help me because I can just change, you know, the word. And like there, people will sell stuff online and give you the information that you can use for your business. So I would definitely say, you know, make sure you're looking into professional development and things like that, that will help you, you know, learn about your business because you want to know about your business before you hire people because you have to know what's going on first. So. Okay, got it. I have to write that down. Monthly audits and professional development is definitely key, but monthly audits because I am guilty of someone who has not updated their social media. Um, I'm definitely guilty, uh, but monthly audits is, is key. And and thank you for that tip for me. <laughs> You're so welcome. So um, you have, you have your social media business, you have your blog, your, you have, you know, motherhood. And I just want to know, are there any action tips that you can provide to aspiring mompreneurs who are trying to juggle it all, but they just feel like they don't have the energy or the time to put back in their business? I think I asked you this already, but I just want to make sure I ask you again. Yeah, I would just say, you know, ask for help when you need it. If you have someone that can help you, and I mean, I know as women, we don't like to ask nobody for help, especially black women. We like, we don't need no help. I can do this by myself. No, like sometimes you might need to ask your mom, hey, ma, can you watch the kid for like five minutes so I can just go to Target and just free my mind? Like, because mental health is so important and you have to take care of that because yes, kids are stressful. It's It's stressful being a parent. You are parenting and creating a individual to be a good person in this world and that's hard when you got a whole bunch of outside influences and you have to stay on track to teach your child you know the right things and work with your child like not just send them to their room every day and now you're trying to realize oh what's wrong with Johnny because you have to be involved in your kid's life but ask for help if you need that because you cannot pour from an empty cup if you are depleted you have nothing to give to anybody. And then, you know, you're angry, you know, it's, and it's not, it's stressful and it's not good for you. So definitely ask for help. Um, know that you, it's okay if you can't do everything and you need to maybe hire somebody or, you know, ask for help in your business or whatever it is that you need help with. Like, I just feel like as women, we feel maybe sometimes afraid or scared or maybe what other people might think if we're asking people for help. But like, 
why why would we care you know it's just you have to do what's best for you and take care of yourself because like i said you can't pour from an empty cup and you be i'm saying man being a wife a mom you know you got your husband you got your kid you got to cook dinner you got to have zoom calls now you got to get everything together and be on schedule it's like we're super women but it's okay to ask for help. Like that's the biggest, I think, tip that I have is, is it's okay to ask for help. And it's okay if you fail at something too, because just fail forward, make it better, figure out a different technique. It's okay. The world is not going to end because you failed at one thing. There's so, you know, we all have something in us that is leading us to something else or, you know, that something greater in our lives that we can achieve or do or dream about or, well, not even dream that you can have. So know that that's possible. But yeah, those are my my biggest two tips. I love it, I, and I, I I definitely agree because especially now with there all of us being in the house twenty four seven together, like it can definitely take a toll on you and and your thoughts and your mindset and and everything that you feel that you've known. It can really take a toll. So sometimes you just really need that ten minutes. Like don't feel bad if you need that ten minutes. Don't feel bad if you need a break because it's okay to take one. So thank you for those tips. Thank you so much. Now, before I let you go, I always ask all of my guests if they have any book recommendations for our mom tribe or any books that have assisted or helped you throughout your journey of being a mompreneur. Do you have any books that you can uh, let us know offhand that we should be reading? Oh, I love to read. There are so many books, but the book that I think that I read like a few years ago was you are a badass by Jen Sincero mm-hmm. and she, in that book she just basically tell you like look get it together because you can do this like and it's like she tells you that she where she came from and it's just like a very inspiring story and it's like well if she went after it heck I could do it too it's like I like those type of books like that get me motivated to like continue to like just go after my goals and dreams and continue to do you know what I love to do in life but you are a badass by Jen Sincero um I just actually bought Atomic Habits oh I'm reading that right now I love it (laughs) I really like him as an author and it's like you know we know this stuff already right but when you read it's like oh aha like this is Mm -hmm. what it is and I really like that book because you know it's easy to not be consistent with something and then get mad because it's not working but because you're not consistent it's not a habit you have to make it a habit once you make Mm -hmm. it a habit then it's going to be easy for you because it's something that you do on a regular basis but give yourself grace too though and know that it takes trial and error like with anything so atomic habits and then I think the last book that I was reading is Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good book too. But you have to read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I think it was written in like 19 something. I don't even, I, I can't remember the the night, the other part. So I don't want to give the wrong date. But Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It is a really good book. And it talks about entrepreneurs like Thomas Edison and like Ford like what they did, like, he basically said, look, this is the car I want to do, and you put it together, 
and make it drive. I don't care what you say. I don't care what, what don't work. Make it work because this is my vision and it worked. So it's, it tells those type of stories like back in the day stories and it just makes you realize like, oh, they already knew what the secret was. Mm-hmm. You know, being wealthy and things like that. So I think that's a really good book. But you have to read it like a textbook because it's a lot to take in. So I read it like in chapters. So those are the three books, my go-to books. I'm really liking Atomic Habits right now though. Yeah, I'm actually doing an audio book and I'm happy I did it because I get a chance to kind of like pause and go back and write and everything. But I definitely want to get the hard copy because I need that as a reference book. That's one of those books that you're going to have to read more than once to register everything because it's information, like you said, that, you know, you know it already, but they put it in a way for you to apply it and you instantly start seeing changes. So yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So before I let you go, Michelle, is there anything that um, that we should know that you have coming up or how can our Let's Talk Mom to Mom family stay in contact with you? Um, you can stay in contact with me. My personal brand, which is my uh, blog, is on Instagram, naturalista86. And my blog is happilyevernatural.com. And for my social media agency, Thames Media Solutions on Instagram and Facebook, and also our website, thamesmediasolutions.com. And what you can look forward to coming from my business is I am working on some courses for my business owners. So I really want to, you know, I really wanted to create something where I can help people, you know, and really give them the information, the good information. I'm not talking about just the surface level stuff, like the stuff that actually works, you know, to help you grow on social media and get your businesses started so that's what you can look out for me from our business for soon I don't know I'm not going to give a date because I'm still you know working on it but it's coming really soon so you can sign up for our email list and get all the information there thank you so much thank you and I'll be sure to put all of this information in the show notes so Michelle I do thank you so much for joining us this week for let's talk mom to mom And I thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. And I will talk to you all next week. Guys, have a good night. Sure. Thank you. I hope you come visit us again. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, everyone.